This is the truth about Avalanche. This is a layer one future-proof blockchain that has partnerships ranging from Amazon to the leading esports gaming platforms. But when you dig deeper into the company, I have questions about some controversies and also the ecosystem and how it's growing. So make sure to tune into the end of this episode. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about Avalanche. This is a future proof layer one blockchain with a ton of promise. Right now, it has a $10.5 billion fully diluted market cap and sits at number 17 amongst all crypto projects. Mm. So, what's going on behind the scenes here with Ava? And what do we think? Would we invest in it? Would we not invest in it? Yeah. You know, there's a lot to consider here. For sure. I mean, it's it's one of those, it's a top 20 altcoin, right? So yeah. when you talk about large caps, you know, you got Polkadot, Solana, Cardano, Avalanche is always in the conversation. And for good reason. Like, you know, they have a, as you said, strong partnerships, which we will get into. They've got a pretty interesting ecosystem. Um, it's one of those names you just hear about a lot, right? So as you said, number 17 ranked, it was launched in 2020. So it's one of the newer ones in the top 20. You know, some of them have launched in 2017, 15, um, by a team of researchers from Cornell University, um, led by this Emin Gunn-Searer guy, who is a well-known computer science uh, scientist in the industry. So we've got a pretty big name behind it, and, you know, Cornell, so good researchers. Yeah, so it raised $60 million in the original ICO in 2019, and have since raised hundreds of millions of dollars since. Uh, by a ton of different venture capitalist firms, um, um, among others. And what's interesting about this is that, so first of all, I really like the fact, I like the tokenomics. I think that's one of the stronger, um, you know, everybody who's watching probably like, all right, should I pour money into into Avalanche, right? I'm sure that's why a lot of people are watching. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure, for sure. Um, so I really like the, their tokenomics. Um, so they have a cap of, 720 million it's a hard cap they released 360 million were minted at genesis the rest so when you go into coin market cap they'll show that x amount are in circulation the rest are all there for staking rewards mm. so you might see like oh they're gonna keep like they have more to distribute it's actually there for staking rewards right the other thing i like is all the fees are burned so all subnets from the c chain the p chain the x chain they if you use avax as gas it gets burned. So it's also deflationary as well. So yeah. I quite like it from that perspective. So this is a token that was also trading at $140 mm. during the peak of the previous bull run. And it's now trading down at $15. Right. So it's the classic 90% down. Exactly. But when you start to look into the partnerships, which we alluded to at the beginning, there could be some an interesting take here and see the direction that AVAX is heading. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The partnerships, I think, is what attracts me most to Avalanche. But before we get into the partnerships, let's just take a quick overview of, you know, what kind of blockchain it is, right? So we always, you know, one of the things we do when in these Truth About episodes is we go onto the website. It's a proof of, Avalanche is a proof of stake blockchain. You know, it's like every other blockchain, it's the fastest, most scalable, most interoperable, right? So one of the claims, although I will say the website is pretty sharp. 
Yeah. Pretty, pretty nice website like compared to other ones. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the website says it's the fastest smart contract platform in the blockchain industry as measured by time to finality. So fi- finality is in like processing transactions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the things that's, it, it's, you know, it's fast, it's secure, it's energy efficient. And one of the things that Avalanche hangs their hat on is how easy it is to port over Ethereum dApps to Avalanche. So right. it's very interoperable. It's designed to basically take dApps on the most popular, you know, used blockchain Ethereum and put them to Avalanche so you can have all the, b- the security and stuff, but it's much faster on Avalanche. And I've seen that with some dApps that we'll talk about maybe later in the episode that they start on Ethereum and then boom, because it's very easy to port them over to Avalanche and it's much faster, more scalable. That's, I think that's where they saw a lot of their growth in the bull run was marketing themselves as a faster version of Ethereum, right? So that's kind of like one of the things that attracted me to it. I like the website. I like that claim. I like the speed and the interoperability. I think the finality, the how fast the transactions are settled, well, when we do dive into the partnership aspect, will make a lot more sense. Um, and why certain uh, players are moving to AVA, AVAX. Yep. Um, so Avalanche consists of three different blockchains with the same size val- validators. So it's interesting, right? You hear of Avalanche, you're like, oh, it's just the one blockchain. Well, it's actually three different blockchains. So they have their X chain, which is a proof of stake DAG. Um, so that's the chain that allows <coughs> projects to produce Avalanche native tokens. They then have the P chain. So the P chain is a standard proof of, proof of stake snowman protocol. And this allows um, developers to create custom blockchains known as subnets. And then they have the C chain. This is the proof of stake snowman consensus protocol. This is the one that powers all the decentralized applications on Avalanche. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on. So it's kind of cool how each chain kind of operates differently. Doing different things, yeah. Right? Uh, and they have 1,400 validators and 20,000 delegators. So I'm making it quite decentralized as well. I have personally used the C chain for some new projects that I invested in over the past couple of years. So I know it works. It works quite well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, from, from the top down, the overview of the blockchain, you know, it, it's a fast, scalable, interoperable layer one proof of stake blockchain, right? But I think let's, let's get into the partnerships because this is really what maybe sets Avalanche apart because we've talked about fast, scalable, interoperable layer one blockchains. So the cows come home on this show, right? There's so <laughs> many. Every single, every single like exactly. blockchain. There's so many. Yeah. But you always want to look for things that set projects apart. Now, some of them, it's the tokenomics. Some of them, it's the backing. You know, they have a billion ba- uh, behind them. But some of them, it's the partnerships. And so this, when you look at partnerships, if you, if you Google Avalanche crypto partnerships, the first one you're going to see and the most important one that we should discuss sure. is this Amazon AWS cloud computing partnership. So what's, what's that all about? What do, you, what do you see with that? So I think what it's going to do is, you know, Amazon Web Services is the world's number one cloud computing. So it's where people host their websites. It's servers, right? So all, if you build a website or an app, you're hosting it with AWS. Now, by partnering it with Avalanche, what they're doing is they're going to make it easier for developers who are already building Web2 websites and apps to port over, integrate, or launch Web3 versions of their websites on Avalanche. Right. So it's going to basically connect all, you know, I think I have a 100,000 partners across 150 countries are using AWS. So they're going to have... They're going to give these massive network an easy access to blockchain via Avalanche. And I don't think that can be overstated in terms of the potential of this. If we were in a bull market, this thing would have, this news would have sent Avalanche to the fucking moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Amazon, AWS. It's huge. So we're only at early days because this partnership was just announced within the last few months. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see when they build it out, the capabilities. And to that point, you know, if uh, you're a small business or a, lar- or a bigger business who's using Amazon Web Services and you see on their website that they're partnered with AVAX or Avalanche, sorry, or, you know, the sales rep of, a- of Amazon says, hey, we're using Avalanche. It's such an easier connection to be made. It's like, well, Amazon's using it, so I'll, I'll, I'll use it as well. Yeah, and what we recently saw, now this hasn't been confirmed as a connection to Avalanche, but we saw Amazon is launching their own NFT marketplace mm. soon, right? So is it going to be Avalanche? We don't know, but it would make sense potentially to do that. So I pulled this off the AWS, the partnership announcement. So not only will they be supporting Avalanche's infrastructure and DAP ecosystem alongside one-click node deployment, so it's going to be easy for people to get into Avalanche through AWS. However, this also includes Ava Labs, which is the company behind Avalanche, Mm -hmm. joining AWS Activate, which is a program that helps startups and early-stage companies through its platform. So not only have they partnered with AWS and get access to their network, they're also kind of joining the Amazon Accelerator. Right. So there's, and you know, Amazon's one of the biggest companies in the world. It's true, yeah. So this is this is a golden partnership that, regardless of any other stuff that Am- uh, uh, Avalanche is doing, Avalanche, Amazon, um, this is something that puts them on the map. Absolutely, no, I, I com- completely agree. Another uh, partnership, there's actually two that happened over the past week um, at time of recording, because we might produce this. Uh, yeah, yeah. A few a few weeks from now, uh, but. Two, two of them are with the leading esports and live streaming platforms. So they're just ca- casually bringing on another 80 million people. And this is where it comes down to, you know, the finality of the transactions and how fast it actually occurs. Because when you're doing esports or gaming, things happen instantly. And it, especially if you have 50 million players on the server at once, like it has to happen right away. So I think that's why they've these leading gaming platforms have now partnered with uh, Avalanche. So they had... Uh, TSM, which is Team Solo Mid, it's a global esports leader, bringing Blitz, TSM's gaming platform, to Web3. 30 million gamers. They also have Loco, so a leading esports and live streaming platform in India. 50 million streamers. So that's 80 million people now. Mm. Um, <coughs> 80 f- 85% of the leading gaming creators are on Loco. So 900% um, growth in daily active users over the last 12 months. I like that. The fantasy sports industry did $22.7 billion last year. Mm. So this is a big industry. They're going after uh, big markets. And the, this is I, you can't overstate, you know, 80 million uh, streamers coming to this platform. For sure. And another one that's uh, kind of lost in the weeds a little bit because it happened over a year ago was uh, Ava Labs joined MasterCard's StartPath program. So they're getting access now to... MasterCard, you know, at the root of it, crypto solves a lot of problems in the payment industry. And when Avalanche is now working with MasterCard, one of the biggest payment providers in the world, you know, the partnerships and, and, you know, whoever's doing biz dev at Avalanche is obviously making some great inroads. Another one I wanted to mention is another narrative we've been talking about lately, tokenization of Mm. assets, right? Mm -hmm. So they're working with this company, INX Digital, uh, a public company traded on the stock market, a broker dealer. They've announced... Uh, recently just announced plans to fully integrate the Avalanche blockchain with their end-to-end platform for listing and trading SEC-registered security tokens and tokenized crypto assets. So again, they're getting into this narrative that we like, tokenization of assets. They seem to be making all the right moves with these partnerships, and that's why we talked about at the start of the episode, 
partnerships, I think, has set Avalanche apart from a lot of these other companies. And even going back to this uh, Amazon partnership, when if you're a Web2 company, whatever it is, mortgage, insurance, finance, and you're looking to choose which blockchain you want to go with for your new Web3 endeavor, when you see that Amazon has chosen Avalanche, it gives so much more credibility to Avalanche if you're choosing between Avalanche or Algorand or Atom or whatever, right? Amazon shows Avalanche. Okay, well, we're going to choose Avalanche, That's right? True. It definitely builds a credibility mm-hmm. aspect for sure. Yeah. Uh, I remember like you working, I was working in sales, you know, many, many years ago and you'd always tend to try to uh, use familiar names for the customers. So they'd be like, oh, well, if so-and-so is using them, then yeah, we'll, we'll definitely use it as well. Exactly. So it's like a snowball effect. All these great partnerships, they're lining up. When it comes to the bull run and these things are actually deployed, working products, getting people on board, going to work in big ways for them. So the tokenization of real-world assets, there's uh, another company that they partner with as well that just was just announced. Um, this company manages $1.6 trillion, trillion, trillion worth of assets. Uh, so it's a securities platform to release tokenized private debt protocols. Uh, so they're going to be tokenized versions of traditional assets like we mentioned. Uh, so if you're looking for a catalyst, they're in testnet now, mainnet in July. Okay, on interesting. A, on Avalanche. So definitely a catalyst I'd be kind of keeping my eyes on. Okay, so we like the tokenomics. We like the partnerships. Now maybe let's dive into the ecosystem. Okay. So this is where maybe it wasn't quite as impressive as some of the other projects we've talked about. You know, we've talked about certain things, maybe near protocols making inroads to GameFi. And, you know, this pro- this one is big in... Uh, metaverse or DeFi. So with Avalanche, it seems like really they're DeFi specific. Mm. So when you go into DAP Radar and look at all their the DAPs that are running on AVAX, they've got 500 DAPs, which is a pretty solid number. But all of the ones that had any sort of significant users were all DeFi apps. So you have Trader Joe, which is the, the top DEX gotcha. on Avalanche, 2.5 thousand users. Um, they're also a big uh, pr- component of Aave. There's a lot of uh, Avalanche transactions on Aave. A GMX, the top de- uh, decentralized perpetual exchange, uses Avalanche on some sh- some uh, parts of it. Uh, Benki and Pangolin, other popular DApps on Avalanche. It's all DeFi. Not a lot of GameFi. I mean, a- NFTs on Avalanche, mostly non-existent. So I'm not seeing a lot of growth and users yet in some of these narratives and sectors that we kind of like to see. Yeah, I mean, to that point, though, they do... they. You're just these are so recent like this is just this week where they have tsm and then loco true so we might see um, potential some potential here yep. leading forward which is good for me as an investor or anybody who's watching to see you know where the token price is and know that you know to your point they have been DeFi specific but there is this gaming industry that seems to be slowly working its way onto the avax ecosystem Plus the so- tokenization of real world assets. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a good point. And when I when I mentioned that NFTs are have been non-existent on Avalanche, it is worth noting that OpenSea did just launch support for Avalanche NFTs in late 2022. So again, it's like just because it hasn't happened to this day doesn't mean that there isn't potential for it to grow. But you know, when we do these truth about, we always like to look at what have they done to this point and the ecosystem for me. It hasn't gotten to the point where it's quite at the level of other ones. However, doesn't mean that that yeah. they don't show potential. I think what, what I think uh, just to have an idea here is what we can end up doing uh, in our future episodes is doing. So once we do the truth about 
know, avalanche the truth about Polkadot, we could do deep, deeper dives into the actual ecosystems mm. and maybe find like the top five projects or so from each one. For sure. Because uh, about nine months ago or so, they did have, they had about 190 some odd projects. Now they have 307 projects okay. um, currently in development. Um, so they are definitely growing that way. I was on DeFi Llama and checked out the total value locked. Obviously, we're in a bear market, so there's not as much usage on the platform at the moment. They went from $11 billion in peak bull run to $850 million Oof. TVL. That's so it's it's down s- substantially. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to highlight, too, was that Luna held $2 million, $2 million AVAX tokens. Mm. So there's a substantial sell-off as well there as right. well. So they withstood that. They withstood it. Yep. I think t- I think UST was actually going to launch their stable coin there on on AVAX. Okay, as well. interesting. Um, so yeah. Some figures to back up. You know, when I talk about ecosystems and not a lot of users, so the top game listed on DAP Radar for AVAX ecosystem was called Monstera. Has three hundred active users. The top NFT marketplace. You know, this trader Joe said Joe Pegs. Yeah. Joe Pegs. <laughs> Clever name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. Three hundred active users. Right. Right. That's basically crickets. It's nothing. So that's <laughs> just, it's a concern. As, as you made a good point, there's potential for growth there. However, potential doesn't mean it will happen. So it's mm. worth keeping an eye on this ecosystem. And as Josh mentioned, we will keep an eye on this ecosystem for you. It's interesting because, you know, how, how does a, a project have a $10 billion market cap when there's a few hundred exactly. people using that's it, right? It's a red, bit of a red flag there. Yeah. Um, now, there's also this one controversial thing that happened right. in late 2022 with Avalanche that I want to discuss. Okay. So, there was a whistleblower, CryptoLeaks, they published a report alleging that Ava Labs had paid off a law firm, uh, Roche Friedman, to find out stuff about Avalanche's competitors and sue them and dob them into the SEC. Now, what happened was someone uh, covertly recorded a video, like of a phone on a table, like kind of covered of them talking to the person at this law firm asking them questions and you can go google it check it out for yourself it's pretty incriminating now ava labs and specifically this law firm and the guy in the video who was incriminated came out you know oh it's taken out of context clipped up the video i didn't know i was being recorded all this kind of stuff but it does show that even with a top 20 well actually we know this after the past year even with any project there's there could be potentially shady things going on behind the scenes you don't like to see this kind of activity you know anti-competition i know business is business and you know take no prisoners but by finding out about things about your competitors and telling the sec about them and suing them and getting people to sue them it's shady business you know if you're looking for a project to put your money into you never really like to see these kind of things so it's it's just one thing to mention yeah because like what else are they doing right exactly where there's smoke there's fire so you know check out that video you can Make your own conclusions about it, but when you're talking about Avalanche doing a deep dive, what's the truth? You have to look at all angles. And yeah. for me, what happened on that day is the price dumped. But you know, like anything, something else happens and people forget about it. Mm-hmm. But it just goes back to you know business business ethics. And right. you know, just like you said, if they're doing that, what else are they doing? Right. So uh, the vesting schedule runs out late 2024. So all early round venture capitalists and early stage investors will have their tokens um, late next year. So I think that's a positive, uh, you know, when I speak into the tokenomics, how they have that hard cap, the burn mechanism. Um, there's a lot of onboarding going on right now with uh, some pretty big companies. Mm-hmm. They survived the UST uh, aspect with Luna. So 
I really like the fact that they have the three different blockchains and how easy it is for developers, the fact that it's future-proof. There's a lot of really good positives here for Avalanche, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, just the partnerships alone will mean that Avalanche and the Avalanche ecosystem will stay on my radar throughout this bear market into the next bull market. It is also worth noting that, you know, we've talked about this, the top 30, 50 coins from the last bull run will not be the same as the top 50 coins from the next bull run. So will Avalanche fall? Will it ever reach its all-time high again? Only time will tell, right? But with a partnership with AWS, MasterCard, these esports platforms, they are looking to make, they look like they're making the right moves. I think the ecosystem needs to grow for me. I would say, you know, what's the truth about Avalanche? It's not in my top 10 layer ones. You know, we did that layer one draft. It wasn't on my list. Right. It's probably just outside. Yeah. Uh, I think if it had a bit, a bit of a lower market cap for me. Like a 5 billion? Yeah. If it was in like the 30 to 40 range in terms of rank, yeah. it might be a little bit more attractive. Where it is in the top 20 compared to some of the other projects we've talked about, it's not my favorite. However, it's worth watching just because of the partnerships, I think. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm a fan. After doing the research for this episode and kind of, you know, seeing how they've navigated and what's going on, it's... I like them, and again, yeah, I'd put them at like my number ten slash eleven at the moment. If we saw that market cap a bit lower, because obviously, you know, we look for projects that are going to have a narrative behind them, or a little bit lower in market cap, because you know we're looking for the two to three x. I think it's going to take some time to see that three x from such a large market cap. Right. If you're one of those investors who is, you know, is not financial advice, but if you're kind of looking for, you know, projects in the top fifty. This is one I would throw a few bucks into. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just have to keep an eye on that Amazon partnership yeah. because if, if they make another announcement, if they start integrating it into different services, this will create some serious tailwinds for Avalanche. So it's definitely something, you know, it, the, the moment we see any sort of news about Avalanche, we will keep you updated, we, you know, on, on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Discord, YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel for any sort of updates. And, you know, if you have a favorite project, that you want us to do a truth about, a deep dive into the ecosystem, just like we've done today, leave it in the comments. You know, if it gets a lot of likes, we'll add it to the list and get it done for you. Then make sure you guys tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.